when it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sugar way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show. Oh, Coming close. To I thought you were going to screw it up How, again. Why would you call attention to a mistake I didn't make? <laughs> Uh, is this my first time on the show? No, I, but is it my... <laughs> it's my natural Respect response. the format, Marty. I am respecting the format by whining like a petty bitch. Um, petty. Petty. I'm petty bitch. I'm petty bitch, and I'm a host. My name is Marty, actually. Uh, this is our last podcast of 2015. Thank goodness. That is another host. Please go on. Hi, I'm Bill Watterson. Hello, everybody. I'm Giselle Nett, and I'm very happy to be here. And uh, we have two very special guests this uh, episode. All the way from Elsewhere's, we have Tom and Tabitha. Yes, hello. We are back. Yes, you're back. You were here in the spring, I believe? We were, and then we were very touched that uh, you asked your... Listeners, if you could have one guest on from the year for yes. our final show. Who so would thank you, be? Tabitha. And, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> Tabitha won in a landslide, and I was lawyered in. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mic is down just a skosh. Yes. Uh, we are in... And I'm actually standing outside, <laughs> leaning through a window. <laughs> and and Bru- it's ironically warmer outside. Yes. Bruno is joining us as well. Um, it's really cute. Yeah, it actually is really cold today, and it is warmer inside. Miraculously, that it is outside for once. Um, for now. And uh, Tom is an actual radio, terrestrial radio broadcaster, so we are in the presence ah. of greatness. So thank you for joining us. Better step up. Uh, 103.3 Asheville Watch FM. the plosives. Watch the plosives. Yes. Uh, home of the Asheville Wildcats. Tourists. Tourists? The Asheville Tourists. The huh. worst name mm. in minor league sports ever. Um, we name our team after people who weren't even from there. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a deliberate choice, or is there a, a different story behind it? Uh, they is, no one actually, is it like a wink because no one's actually from Asheville? Or? <clears throat> well, I think that's part of it. They were the Asheville Moonshiners. Um, for the, way better. Or, way better. And actually, Lots on the of show, great logo we, we are launching uh, the like, Bring Back the, the Moon. Hell uh, yeah. As they did with the Charlotte Hornets, they brought back the buzz, where the mm-hmm. Hornets became... Something else. And they're actually competitive this year. And so they it are. worked. So we're trying to do that. But yes, and then somewhere along the way, they thought that was a bad image to project. So they went with the Asheville tourists. Um, which, much, much worse image yes. to project. <laughs> so now we what name our... The, what is your mascot? You have on a fanny pack and... Camera. And, and socks, Bermuda shorts. He socks, mid he He's holding here. a map and looking totally You're lost. not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Ted E. Bear is his name. He's a bear? He is a bear. With a Hawaiian shirt and a camera and yeah, like oh shorts. Oh, my and God. Thing. That is... Bring back the moon, guys. Go. <laughs> Bring back the moon. Thank you. So we're going to... This is our uh, West Coast launching of this campaign. Go to us. You got my vote. That's but the only <laughs> way that's really going to get done is to have people from Southern California come Even the chant, go tourists, seems like super angry. Like, get out of here, you fucking <laughs> tourists. <laughs> go. Go. go! Uh, if you want to join in on the coach, eight fifty each. <laughs> is that what, how much tickets are? Yeah, they're reasonable. Oh yeah. Uh, have you had the coach of the tourists on the manager? <coughs> I mean, uh, we have not the tour manager, uh, the tour guide. <laughs> we have not. It, uh, so it's single A, which is uh, odd that they basically there's like a new manager, the stadium, the visitor center, and a completely Sorry, new a team every year. <laughs> oh really? Oh neat. Oh that's kind of that's. What did you say? 
Uh, they basically have a new team every year. So. Oh. Because yeah. they either move up or move down. Right. Yeah. Um, oh. No wonder they're a bunch of fucking tourists. So uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty. Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't think there's any email in the mail sack. When That's the, okay. That's fine. When you guys score a home run, do you play the soundbite of Joni Mitchell going, you're acting like a bunch of tourists, man. Mm, that's, a, that's a deep... That's a deep pull. Lots, lots of opportunities. Bears are not very touristy. They okay. mostly stay. But you know who's a oh, Bruno, get down. Bruno. Bruno could be a tourist. It's a little late to try to discipline the dog. To I think. Oh, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... Hold on with your point. My point is bears don't really travel. They stay put. But if you want an animal that do like to be a tourist and travel a lot, rats. Yes. Because they always stow, right, away on the ships. And then they can deliver pizza out to the uh, the They deliver Should they bring back the moon campaign? Yes. All right. So if you want to tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty, noonerpodcast at gmail.com, tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. And we start every episode with a little look at you know Acting what's going like on in the world. Acting like a bunch of tourists, man. That's not that deep a cut. That's a very famous Joni Mitchell quote. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I don't even like Joni Mitchell, and I know the quote. All right. Uh, R.I.P. Lemmy. Ugh. What? Uh, Lemmy Rest and Kilmister. Lemmy of uh, Motorhead. Oh. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I saw him once, um, at very near where you guys used to live. Uh, Tom and Tabitha, when they, you lived in Hollywood, I saw him at Jumbo's Clown Room. Yes. My most favorite place to frequent now, for can many you years. Explain what Jumbo's Clown Room is. Uh, probably not, but no, <laughs> give I'll, it a shot. Go for it. It's a very, very seedy strip bar for um, amateur strippers who wanting to work their way up into going to strip clubs near the airport. But sort of like single A strippers. It's like either you're going up or you're going down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, it's actually the owned Asheville by strippers. There, yeah. It's it, a, it's a women, still better uh, than the tourists. A women-owned uh, strip club, and at the time, it was it's the only one of its kind in L.A. Um, but uh, Lemmy was there just playing video poker at the at the corner of the bar, just down in him. Um, and I guess he frequented that that particular bar. It was a favorite haunt of um, Kurt Cobain and oh. Courtney Love. There you go. Um, so it's a, Rest a in bit power, Mr. Kilmeister. And it was in Los Angeles, you say? Still is. Still is. Oh, do they still have strippers? They do. They do. Oh. Sort of their whole, their whole thing. I haven't been since angle. like Thursday, so I don't know. <laughs> Things might have changed. I just got an invite to go there last night. Oh, really? A Did friend you? of mine said, I have a, quote, friend, unquote, performing tonight at Jumbo's. And I was like, I'm in bed. Have fun. Uh, do they serve chicken nuggets? I don't no. think they serve food. They though. serve titties. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a it's a it's a pasties kind of place, you know. It's tasteful. I like tasty pastries. <laughs> um, actually, it's pa- pa- pasties. Do they charge less since you don't get an R? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. You can bring your kids. Ah, okay. Yeah. They like pastries too. Mm-hmm. No, that way they can serve liquor there. That's really where they get their money. I don't know her. Pasties are the nugget version of pastries. <laughs> See. Delicious. Wait, did you just say I don't know her what? when I said li- <laughs> liquor? <laughs> oh my God, that was not me. Oh, sure. I need a, a rim shot sound. <coughs> I need faster it fingers. Is, it's like a reflex when anybody says something that ends in er. Yeah, then I say I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the 1980s, Kodak, uh, the Rochester, New York-based film, where company. I was born. Were you born in Rochester? Did you have family li- working in the Kodak business? What? Did not. Father was went he, to school. Was oh. your birth captured on film? 
Birth on film. Kodak film? Kodak film. Now on YouTube. Now um, on YouTube. <laughs> so at its peak in the 80s, worldwide it employed over 145,000 people. And not to mention all the independent film developers who used Kodak equipment. And, you know, so it was a sustaining this economy. And at its peak, it was worth $31 billion. Wow. That's a lot of billions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, it's one of, the, one of the biggest companies You could buy a lot of single-A baseball franchises with that. So when Instagram yeah. was purchased for a billion dollars, guess how many employees they had? Or guess, how, guess how many employees they have now? Uh, 125. 910. 12. I win. <laughs> when they were purchased, they had 13. And uh, they were purchased by Facebook for a billion dollars. The CEO got $100 million, while another $100 million was shared amongst the, the 13 employees. And, uh, and now it's estimated to be worth $35 billion. Yes. So Kodak, $31 billion. Instagram, $35 billion. And uh, yeah, from what I can find out, they still only have 12 employees. Yeah. And then WhatsApp was purchased for $19 billion. It had 55 employees. Wow. The principals there are in billions. Well, employees who, who had been there for a long time each got uh, like $160 million. Mm. And I don't even know what the fuck WhatsApp is. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Maybe um, even WhatsApp it. What? WhatsApp. Tell me WhatsApp is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> WhatsApp is WhatsApp. Did it explain to you all the other apps? I think no, so. it's, a, it's some sort of uh, SMS messaging service where you don't need to Ooh, use your dirty. data. Yeah. Oh. But so all this me- wealth like, is going to 50, $19 billion for 55 employees and, and their investors. Oh, you're going to get political, aren't you? No, it's I just, thought we were going to talk well, about Kodak film. No, we're, I'm getting to a point. Like I always try to before <laughs> you fuck everything up. You're just like laying down like... Well, your point's going to be political, so I think my point is still valid. But you, go for Marty, it. You just keep chipping away at it. When you get interrupted, you just stay right. on course. Okay. Well, let me shift gears, no pun intended. Because this year was the first uh, self-driving semi-truck that hit the road. So, uh, and this is a great thing. You know, they can drive when when. I thought you were going to make empty. an awesome point about the I'm making consolidation of wealth. I'm actually making a point here. So it, if you just shut away. the fuck up, uh, like I lost interest. He's so, like Michelangelo. So these self-driving car uh, trucks. Chipping away at the point. They don't. They don't need to sleep. Going to be a masterpiece. The roads are safer because they're safer drivers than their human counterparts. And if it works, we'll have. If if driverless cars work. Then we'll have driverless taxis and driverless, uh, you know, ride-sharing cars. Or, uh, but what will all the taxi drivers do for a living? So we've got three and a half million truck drivers, a quarter million tra- taxi drivers, and even more Uber and Lyft drivers in the country. So all those people will become obsolete once autonomous vehicles hit the road and become commonplace. Well, their jobs will become obsolete. The people themselves won't become obsolete. Well, that's, language is power, Marty. So... The world is becoming more and more automated, and that's fine, and the economy continues to grow, but what do we do? Here's my question. What do we do when there are no more jobs? I have an idea. Please go on. Um, I was, we were talking about this the other night, me and Tom and Tabitha, wasn't we? <laughs> not, not relevant to the listeners. Or, just another or was that the peyote and the, <laughs> the, the coyotes, that, the talking coyotes that came out after you <laughs> took that peyote in the desert? They, they take off their clothing and they have on pastries. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy coyote pastries. Um, 
We have a lot of people in the world and we don't need to be consuming as much stuff and it's consumption it's what is what we build a lot of our economy on so when all those jobs go away maybe we switch and we just do services to each other since not as many people are needed to harness uh, the resources that we need to live then we can just do less of that kind of work and do more servicing like more teachers more um you teach improvisational theater, more of those, more classes. Foot masseuses, more foot masseuses. More foot masseuses. We can mm. massage each other. Mm. We can do little skits for each other, you know, teach but each other. More single-A striptease. Mm. Yeah, services. <laughs> yeah, but so I like this, new, this great new landscape. A lot of these services can be replaced um, by... Automation. No, I would no, not, not want an automated foot massage. No, no, the the human things that are nice to I have a human want an automated like stripper. more therapy, more teachers, more muscles, like you say. You can't replace human touch, Marty. Yeah, um, that I agree. Mm-hmm. Tom, so does Bruce Do you guys have any thoughts? But this, on this would be a conscious choice of society. So yeah, but how do we how do we make that happen? Oh well, we start Laws. starting today by brute uh, force. promoting <laughs> brute force. <laughs> you will have this <laughs> massage, <laughs> and you will feel relaxed. <laughs> We're putting out the idea on this podcast. If everybody who's listening tell two friends, then they tell two friends, <laughs> and so on, and so on, and then it stops One, there. That's enough. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not push it the first yeah, week. Let's not go crazy. That we could hire people to tell two friends. That's the start of a new co- economy, the telling economy. People. Yeah, but you know, then all these services, they need customers, and the customers need to have jobs to, so that they can They're doing money. other services. That's what I mean. We just no. We'll all end up oiling robots for a living. <coughs> I guess so. I don't know. I it's think the question more is, to, is it really better to eliminate humans from driving? Like, does that really benefit I don't know where I fall on that. As I, a society. It seems crazy So, yes, you can quote some, like, statistics on safety and things like that, but eventually... Is if, if it's going to create, you know, kind of 3% more unemployment, have we really benefited from that? And right. people are still going to be killed by cars, except now they're killed if, by robots. But if there, fewer, at a person. If, if there are fewer, if no drug driving fatalities, you know, as a result of this, Just robot meanwhile, that fatalities. guy who was a drug driver is now home, like, shooting himself because he doesn't have a job. Right. So, like, right. So do we are the aggregate numbers? <laughs> do we artificially, like, Dumb our society down and and you know get rid of efficiency and and moder- uh, automation and and modernization. All right, I don't yeah. know why I, uh, that's a dumbing down. I'm just saying you need to answer the question of like is the automating of automobile operation you didn't fall for your trap that Martin. much more of a benefit to have so many people uh, without jobs to basically right render- be killed by robot cars in the street because they're walking around aimlessly. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the other thing is, if all this money is going to these small groups of people, then... Ah, the consolidation of wealth. I was waiting for right. it. We need to redistribute. Yeah. Which is also the other thing. That is it really for like... It's about sprouts. safety. What about the drunk drivers? Like, it's about the people who own the cars. It's about who's going right? to make right. the money. making more money off of them rather than having to pay people. Right, right. I mean, if, if you... So you save your highway statistics <laughs> for someone who's going to buy that but I was just getting line to of argument. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little weird when you've got thirty one billion dollars of Kodak going to one hundred and forty five thousand people as opposed to, uh, you know, thirty five billion going to thirteen people. Right. I mean, I mean of course, the argument would be that the the film, actual film business, not movie making, but film itself, uh, is becoming obsolete. Whereas WhatsApp, Instagram, those are new 
new technologies, new commodities that are considerably more relevant, whereas, whereas film is, at this point, is even a throwback. Right, right. On a, on a personal level, so if you didn't ever have to drive again, if that could just be taken care of for you for the rest of your life, would you choose that or not? Uh, oh, totally would. Yeah. I think you like to drive tap. I enjoy driving a standard. I like the stick shift. I think it's part of her personality, and I think that would be... I would ride a motorcycle. I would not want to be on an automated motorcycle. Right. It would be pointless. But um, if you could give would, it up... I would it, probably drive... I would... It's a good, great question. I would really look forward to driving less. Even just in the last couple days, I've got my mother in town, and uh, we're house-sitting for a friend in Eagle Rocks, kind enough to put us up. But I live downtown, and I've gone weeks without using my car living downtown, because I can do everything on foot or metro. And now having family in Eagle Rock and staying there part-time and downtown part-time, I'm driving 10 times more than I have in months. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and I'm driving 10 times less than your average L.A. resident. And, right. and it's during the holidays when the freeways are wide open and it should be like you know, a, a party. It's like, oh, there's no one here. This is great. What do you I hate? hate what do you hate for it? Driving. Yeah, why? Because it's time lost and wasted. It's, 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 I can't... I, I just what don't like... You? Rather be driving. Doing. What would you rather to do? I'd rather be where I was or where I was going Teleportation. from. Teleportation. Yeah, of course. That's I what think it depends need. on where you live. Because where we For live sure. up in the mountains, and it's fun, Blue Ridge Highway, that mm. kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles, no, maybe, maybe I'd prefer not to be driving. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to lead an L.A. life where uh, remar- when I lived in Hollywood, I could walk to work. I've, I think I've talked about this in the pipe, but when I lived in Hollywood, I could walk to work, walk to the gym, walk to the bank. Um, and walked to where I was studying improv, and then now living downtown, I, I use my car so little, uh, and I don't commute to work because I don't have a job um, as such. Uh, so I have I, I, I use my car a fraction of, of your average LA resident, and I still hate it. Marty, if if you had to fall between like okay, you never have to drive again, or you uh, get to drive yourself when you wish. Well, it's you and a bunch of robots I, out there. I think that. Um, there is something meditative about driving and driving a stick shift. And so if I had an, uh, an automated car, I would just meditate. <laughs> and so, you know, I would do something, use that time to do something that, that would get me in the same headspace that I would, That's I interesting. would get when I would drive. Now, if you were someone who was doing lots of things as part of any day, but there is a, a feeling of usefulness, <clears throat> like you got yourself from one place to the other rather than yeah. like, I was just ushered here. Right, right. I um, guess so. There, but there, but you make an interesting point, Marty. That if, if it's an automated well, car, you don't have to make small talk with some guy. Right, which is what I dislike increasingly about Uber. I love the I love the the no drinking and driving. I love no looking for parking. Um, right, but every once in a while, the small talk is like ah, this is. I'd rather just be driving than have to. And it's, carry especially this in cities, though, uh, cities are are really good places to where parking, like you were saying, and. and Commuting, getting stuck in traffic. Driving in the mountains is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. But when, right. when you're in the car with someone to make small talk, I just uh, say to them, you know, I'm in a really quiet space right now and I don't feel like chatting. Is that okay? And they go, oh, yeah, that's fine. And that's fine. The last one guy star. I had uh, doesn't like chatting too much. So I tried to talk him up, but he didn't uh, give me any uh, lip. You no, know, that's so, interesting. I get yeah. in those moods myself sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you just kind of, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of get in your own head and you just, just think just about things. And you just like, just yeah. enjoy what are you thinking silence. about? Just the silence. <laughs> yeah. The quiet of it all. That's, that's the good stuff. Right? Am I right? You with me? Yeah. Um, I do want to say that the, the year has been ending with some very 
fun news. In oh, let's hear it. Well, you got Martin Shkreli getting uh, the the pharmaceutical guy we talked about him last yes. week getting busted. So there's that. And there's that fuckwad Ethan Couch who at 16 drove drunk and killed four people uh, who are on the side of the road and got off with probation because uh, his ar- lawyer argued that he was afflicted with affluenza and didn't... He's he was, too rich to know better. Right, right. And uh, he missed his probation uh, hearing and went missing, and, but was found yesterday in Mexico and was detained and will be extradited. So you're having a wonderfully vengeful end of the n- oh yeah <laughs> of the year yeah I know and also like uh, your enemies talk- are getting crushed left and right we talked about simply having a wonderful <laughs> oh, <vengeful> time <laughs> oh it's just like you made the worst Christmas Carol good <laughs> yeah I do find oh. myself having uncharitable thoughts about what I would like to see happen to Ethan Couch. Yeah, and then uh, is, he? is he the pharmaceutical let, guy? No, let's drunk just say, guy. I think ah. if he go to prison, he will have his couch cushions fluffed. All <laughs> <laughs> right, what was the other Probably one? Probably the kindest. Uh, barely even knew her. I don't even I've know him, heard. but <laughs> what do you say? It was the, the kindest uh, anal rape metaphor I've yeah. ever heard in my life. Fluffing pillows. <laughs> I'm gonna fluff your pillows. Uh, today's podcast brought to you by Haverty Furniture. <laughs> Get your fluffy couch today. Uh, we did a, I did a rant uh, earlier in the year about civil forfeiture. You know, and so, oh, for instance, yeah. in Massachusetts, there's a couple that has been fighting for three years to regain $107,000 of cash that were seized from them by the Illinois State Police when they got pulled over for speeding. They were suspected of having drugs, had no drugs, but they had $170,000 on them for whatever reason. The police seized it, handed it over to federal authorities, and they never got it back. And they're still trying to get it back. I wasn't here for that podcast. I'd have gotten super pissed. Yeah. But the Justice Department just shut down its civil asset forfeiture program. Oh. So this is a really good thing. So based on the efforts of this podcast alone, you're welcome, America. <laughs> Look out, moonshiners. We're coming for you next. All right, this is the Shoot eating the moon. This is the eating podcast, clearly. We've got the clink, 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 and the choo, choo, choo. I'm done. Uh, Bruno, when I tried to move to away from the bowl? microphone, McQueen, I knocked my water bottle. Queen will eat it. McQueen, you want to lick my bowl? Oh, is that like, Ooh, fluff, is that like fluffing pillows? <laughs> cushions? <laughs> Fluff my cushions and lick my bowl. Can I put some gravy in that? <laughs> <laughs> that was our sassy line from our time out in the desert. Oh. No, that, that is sassy. Like, wow. Because it was said with such earnest... Can I put some gravy in that? Happy birthday, by the way. Your, yesterday was your birthday. Yesterday was my oh, birthday. Congratulations. Tabs was on the 25th. Oh. Oh, how convenient. Tabitha is also known as Jesus. <laughs> yes. Jesus is Tabitha. Yes, or Jesuit. Oh. Jesus. Jesus it. Just you wait. Just you wait. Just you wait. Um, and you guys saw... Uh, um, the big... The big short. So yes, as part of my birthday every year, I tend to go see a movie because it's hard to rally people for a birthday party on December 28th because it is exactly between Christmas and New Year's and no one's really up for anything at that point. So usually if you just say, well, I'm going to see a movie if anybody wants to come, they're like, well, I can do that. Um, So I did that amongst some other things yesterday. And yes, we went and saw The Big Short. What'd you think? Um, Oh, it's an oxymoron. I get it. Big Short. I just got it. I loved it. Uh, I just loved it, which so is a, a nickname of mine, you know. <laughs> big short. Um, no, I liked it. As we were talking about uh, it, it's very well made. I liked the people involved. Um, uh, my viewing was hurt by the fact that the movie I saw prior to that was Spotlight, and those are two kind of like mm. very 
driven to get to the point movies and uh, like uh, ensemble movies. I could have used a little bit more um, brevity, brevity and romance and things. Yeah, Um, one story. So I will seek that for my next film, which Um, is um, Sisters, Human Centipede Three. You wanted romance. That's a beautiful CDO you have. I, I really love your junk bond. I do. <laughs> um, I, think I thought the movie was really smart and important information that I did not know. And also the filmmaking style was really fresh and innovative. I uh, Br- Bertolt Brecht, hello. Well, it was fresh to me. Uh-huh. That's what I should say. It was fresh to me. Uh, so, yeah, I loved it. I just thought it was terrific. Yeah, there's a lot of breaking of the fourth wall. and, uh, and yeah. Yeah. Clever editing. Montage and collage. Oh, yeah, and then cuts voice to human, over. real people explaining yeah. very difficult concepts. And voiceovers and stuff. Just really, really smart, entertaining. I, li- I loved it. It's actually voices over is the plural for voiceover. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. Thank you. Voices over. It sounds like a cheesy... Like, vote campaign. Voices yeah. over Utah. Let's get those guys out of government. Get, Hands get, across America. America. Uh, so, kind of like the plural of RBI is RBI. <laughs> right. Oh, For yeah, it is runs batted in. R-S-B-I. Yes. R-S-B-I. It's not ribbies? Ribbies. Ribbies. You, <laughs> Tom just gave me a look like fucking amateur. Yeah. Uh, when you talk politics on your show? Oh, you know what? You can <laughs> swear on this show. I I figured that out. I still choose not to swear. I don't want to bring up swear. any bad habits that I will bring back to my FM situation. Yeah, you'll lose your your FCC license or some some gif going around. Yes, it could bring you down totally. Uh, is it too soon to talk about Star Wars? It's made over a billion dollars. Congratulations! Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Do you intend to see it? Sure. Uh, I enjoy my like indifference. I'm like I'm not one of those like that movie's ridiculous. I will never. Uh, I'm just like yeah, it'll be in front of me, and I'll be happy when that happens. But mm-hmm. until then, I certainly didn't like wake up at 2 a.m. and go down to like watch the trailer on my computer and cry and but share that. You with still everybody. are wearing Dolph, Darth Maul makeup. <laughs> I think that's a little weird. Uh, didn't know it was permanent marker. <laughs> uh, they say by April it should fade. <laughs> Um, I think it's okay. Anybody who really wanted to see it, they've already seen it multiple yep. times. So let's talk about it. Mm. Um, well, Bill and I, I think, are the only ones who've seen it. It's not room. twice, which is unlike me to see, to see a film, too, but I, I had plans yeah. with two different By the way, if you haven't seen it, Tough Titties, I'm not even going to tell you to fast-forward the podcast. We're just going to talk about it. I mean, what's wrong with you if you, you haven't seen it I yet? I thought it was nice. There's a new girl in there that everybody likes, and she's the one wearing the white tunic with the nice yeah, draping. Yeah, the Kira Knightley lookalike. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was nice of the filmmakers to make her costume relatively easy so that those people who do cosplay, <laughs> it will be easy cheap, to have. Cheap. Yeah, do you think that they really had that in mind? Just yeah, yeah. very thoughtful. Like, uh, yeah, all these Star Wars nice. Etsy people are like, oh, thank God. It's really I hard can, to I make can a, do that. You know, you have to 3D print a stormtrooper outfit if you want that. But if you just, you know, you want to go as the Kira Knightley lady, you mm. just get a little bed sheet. Or Daisy Ridley is her Daisy name. Daisy Ridley. You, you, Daisy you Knightley. Put she a belt on, you have a nice wrap around you, some toilet paper booties. You're on your way. Done, done. Yeah, just... Um, I think I like it was more a function of her being a scavenger on a desert planet than uh, taking into consideration future cosplay. Cost-efficient cosplay. <laughs> oh, that's the best kind. You know, Costco Envi- cosplay. Environmentally Costco friendly. Costco cosplay. Yes. yes. Um, Cos- please tell me that exists. I 
she, she did like it bugged me. I was like, who does she look like? Who does she look like? And like certain Once times, it got it, in my head, I couldn't get I, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But just like but I would, great job. I would wait for her mouth to look like Kira Knightley's. Like yeah. that's the thing. Her, yeah, her, her mouth is very similar. Similar, similarly like pop, similar no. posh accent. I actually liked her more than Kira Knightley, but it was <laughs> once it came once it came into my mind, it became you know, distracting. Uh, Kira Knightley, who was in The Phantom Menace, was she? She was. As a what? As uh, Princess Key Grip. Uh, Amygdala's Princess, uh, Princess Key Grip. Pr- Princess Amygdala's uh, uh, lookalike. I don't remember that. Remember, what? like she has a decoy. Yeah, yeah. She plays the decoy. Well, she has makeup on, so you can't really oh, recognize her. Got it. Oh. Um, so I had fun. It, yeah. Is the movie good though? I had fun too. I'll tell you. The first time I watched it, I was well, I was extremely tired, which I think is part of it. But I also was. Evaluating everything, like right. okay, so this is the actual thing. This is the real choice. This is what they actually say. This is the real tone. This is the actor who is this guy now. Um, and I was just constantly evaluating and wasn't able to just let go and enjoy. And I had like four or five things that really bothered me at the end of the film. And then I went to see it a second time, letting go of all of that just to watch a movie. I had a blast, and the same four or five things still totally suck about it. But it didn't matter. I just and what were fun. those four or five things for you? I uh, can't avoid any sort of spoilers on this one. No, but I said okay. I know. I'm just yeah. I'm just reiterating. Um, the plot was exactly the plot of A New Hope, which was unnecessary. I thought they could have done more of their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when they got to the bit about, I mean, they didn't need a, a Death Star, but bigger, and we'll disable the shields and hit the weak spot. Like, Jesus, this is the third time you guys have done this in seven movies. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you think that the uh, the Empire would like figure out a different way to defend right. themselves? Yeah, exactly. Like, let's let's c- not let's have like one up week. those holes, guys. Yeah, yeah. Fuck's sake! <laughs> the Empire reaches back and <laughs> tries it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, that so that was frustrating. Um, I thought uh, Daisy Ridley is is force sensitive, but I thought her the day she finds out she's force sensitive, she could do all kinds of stuff that took everyone else years and years of training. I thought that was a little frustrating. Uh-huh. Not something that took me out of the movie, but I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I thought, this, this is super nitpicky, but I think it was a huge opportunity that the director missed. Um, I, I needed, as an audience member, I needed something I never got, which was... Lens flare? One shot. <laughs> one shot could have happened in the background of someone, anyone, consoling Chewbacca. Well, Chewbacca wasn't even that bummed out. Well, I that when he screamed, that that was to me was the most emotional moment in the film. But I guess because I really like animals, but he, mm-hmm. he had this gut wrenching scream that just I just the second time around I was like I don't want I want to even clo- I want to look away I want to right. Away. But uh, you know he gets off the ship carrying Finn, um, who got who got beat up. And that, I, I get that, and, and Leia runs and hugs Ray, who they've never met, and they share this long huge moment. It's like they've never even met. Why right. isn't Leia hugging Chewie? Because those are the two who are hurting the most right now. But some of my better moves is to uh, console someone that I haven't met before. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll linger with that hug. Right. I will hug the the cute Kira Knightley one as opposed to the hairy, big, Good stinky one. Good point. Um, I just thought, I felt like he needed a moment. I felt the audience needed him to have some kind of moment. And there was a shot of him in isolation grieving. But that's not what that wasn't comforting, and I, I know it was. An, I don't. It wasn't a comfortable thing that happened. But even still, right. I thought in the reality of that, somebody would have put their arm on him or reached for him, and even if he swatted them away, that would have been sat more satisfying than him just sort of being left flapping in the wind. Uh huh. Um, you know, I think that J.J. Abrams had a very tough, uh, tough task, and I think, uh, like mimicking the 
the structure of uh, A New Hope was a safe thing for him to do. Right. Mm. That was going to make everyone really happy. And it wasn't um, a huge stretch. Like, he, he didn't stray far from canon. Right. You know? I think he did a very good job of, of passing the torch and setting them up so that the next movie they can do whatever the fuck they right. want. Right. And he Which ev- is really encouraging because I love Ryan Johnson. Yeah. And he, ev- he didn't waste time with, like, these silly training scenes and, right. like, ec- long explanations of what the force is. So it made it, the pace go better. Uh, but here's my question, and this is, goes out to everybody listening that who we're spoiling this to. Um, oh, the other thing that really pissed me off is J.J. Abrams' friend getting a role in the movie, even though he's fucking unwatchable. Um, oh, who's dead? Greg, yeah, something rather. The guy who gets a role in everything J.J. Abrams does. He, he, did, oh. he was in Felicity. He he's, was the pilot. Apparently he's good in Felicity, but which I haven't watched. But he was in The guy's not alias. engaged. He was on Heroes, he, which wasn't And that Abrams, must but. be extra frustrating for you because you're an actor. And to see it's a, a kick in the nuts. Uh, yeah, you just he's not interesting. The very least, I mean, they gave you people tiny cameos. It could have, he could have been in the movie with a tiny cameo, but he had a significant role. He had a, he wasn't wearing a mask, so I had to look and see. Oh, it's this fucking guy again, right? Who's totally unengaging and as n- brings nothing to the uh, table. And then Daniel camera. Craig is so distracting. Like I couldn't stop <laughs> thinking, there's there's fucking Daniel. There's James Bond ruining the movie for me. <laughs> Uh, he oh. played he played a stormtrooper. See, I didn't know that till after. <laughs> Spot on. That's really good. What did um, Dizzy do? Uh, it was a visual, but yeah. it was a good one. Yeah. What Tom does a very good Daniel Craig. Which is why like, my he, oh, he does like, career has faltered. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, let, I'm gonna take Man a of a thousand faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do your do your Daniel Craig. Oh, amazing! <laughs> now Daniel Day Lewis. Spot on. Let me see you, Dan, Daniel Craig. Now man, Daniel of, man of a thousand Daniels. Uh, okay. So my but I did have fun. I, my I question, did my question is, uh, is who is. Who do you think Ray is? You know, that's an aspect of the of being a fan that I don't really get Let's engaged. Speculate. Yeah, but that's something speculate. that's like so I haven't even thought about it. Like I don't really get all like like okay. caught up in what might be. Um, I just sort of go. I, I, I strap in and go for the ride. And is Kylo Ren like? The, here's a, someone, uh, a guy in Brazil, laid out this theory that Kylo Ren is secretly good and trying to get revenge on the Sith Lord. And trying by working into his graces, and he's doing everything possible, making every horrible sacrifice he has to make. To get I there. would only believe that if his killing of his father was something very public in front of in front of someone he had to impress. Uh, okay. Well, I, Seth, I would think it'd be. They would think it'd be much stronger cinematically if um, they had done that. Oh, um, if that if that's what they were going if if that theory were to prove true. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, if you guys have theories, oh, uh, Christopher Brown. Chris Brown said the best part of it was BB-8 going down the stairs. <laughs> it was such yeah. a, a good character, better than any original one. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought the execution of BB-8 was just stunning. It was super fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. very and, alive. And uh, the original cast members were definitely distracting, and clearly Carrie Fisher had a lot of post-production work done on her face. Um, oh, see, they have to CGI her face now? Yeah, they do that on every TV show. The CGI people face yeah, on yeah. TV? Yeah, or they, yeah didn't, uh, for the new Pee Wee Herman, he, they stretched his skin back so that his skin looks good, and then they uh, painted out the things that were stretching. Yeah, I know somebody who oh works... Oh, my goodness! I had, the Pee Wee Herman's supposed to look like 15 years old, and the guy's, what, in his 50s? I went 
one of the persons I went with is a is an editor on a network show, and she was like, "Oh yeah, we we have to do you know one of our actors we have to do take out her wrinkles, you know. It's just a wow typical thing. Yep. You know that uh, you know my position on Hollywood lied to us quite badly. I think that's, like, that's uh, actually a quote from a, a guy I was I went to uh, college with who was uh, <laughs> he won an Olympic medal in the single. Single single man's crew. He's strong. A giant guy, Z- Zeno Mueller. I mean, it sounds. Made oh up. yeah. But we were in this class about the legendary American West, and the teacher was debunking all these myths. And he raises his hand, this giant paw, and he's like, "So the the Hollywood bullshit does quite badly." Like yeah. there was this first discovery that like it's all a lie. It's a heartbreaking <laughs> moment. Yeah, it's uh, tough. It is it's a tough, tough moment. I was glad we could be there for him. Darren said that uh, Leia and Ray are both Jedi and don't need to meet before to know each other. Hmm. There's reasons to explain it, but it didn't matter. It was unsatisfying to not see Leia and, and Chewie share a moment, even if it was in the background. It was clearly to me, it was like, okay, we have to pass the baton to the new generation, so... Let's be with Ray. And I'm like, I don't want to be with Ray right now. I don't mm. fucking care about Ray right now. No, I'm just saying Darren has a point. I'm saying Darren's a fucking asshole. Uh, so is Darren saying they're like on like Jedi Tinder or something? They're just like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. No, they're clearly connected. They're all connected. Um, but so are Leia and Chewie. And that's, that's the emotional connection. And then that Tyson is saying about. that Greg, Greg Grunberg is J.J. Abrams' lucky charm in the way that... Uh, What's his name? Um, who's the guy in all Gary Marshall's movies? Um, you know, the... Uh, Ron Howard's brother? No, no, no. no he's in all Ron Howard's the, movies. Um, the Latino guy who played the hotel um, manager in Pretty Woman. Um, I don't know. But Hector, he's Sam, he's Sam Raimi's Elizondo. Bruce Campbell. Sure, Hector Elizondo. He's in every one of uh, Gary Marshall's movies. All put right. him in the movie, but put a mask on him. Or okay, like, we are back. We're not going to. We're, we're beyond Star Wars now. If you stop well, listening, we're, we're we're done. Quick question on that. More on the how does this affect the uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek battle that the yeah, same director is helming the both. remakes? He's he's just he's the the. Um, the uh, remake king, I think. It just cements his place in the world. I don't think... I mean, you know, every Star Trek person has seen every Star Wars. Not every Star Wars person has seen every Star Trek. But, mm. hmm. but Interesting yeah. calculation. I just did that. I just looked it up. <laughs> it's, it's fact. It's canon. <laughs> I had fun anyway. I hope you have fun too. Movies yeah. are fun. They're supposed to be. But th- I think that would upset most people. That's probably the main reason for me wanting to see it is, sure, J.J. Abrams always makes a good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll go see a movie. I still think Super 8 is one of the more enjoyable movies that. I've seen in the last... I really liked it, except the an- ending was a little bit, you know, I don't know, less, th- less interesting than what led up to it. Understood. Yeah. Endings are hard. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, so they, a, did, is that a, they didn't really I start working end. towards the ending now. Of this show. <laughs> and we'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, wow, I found the ending sudden, and then there's a lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> but oddly satisfied. Yes. You know what they have not uh, gotten into with the marketing yet? Unless they had, Wait, and I missed it. They have gotten... Like, there's an they, area they're missing. What, sex toys? Uh, movie theater. F- well, that too, I guess. A lightsaber yeah. and oh. uh, chewing. Are you suggesting a lightsaber dildo be on the market? It's called the Force. <laughs> Use the Force. <laughs> the Force is within you. Yes. <laughs> the the dark is strong and within you. And, and, the it's, is strong. and it's out. And it's in you. And it's out. <laughs> the dark side lightsaber is just much wider, thicker, 
longer. <laughs> I found the Death Star. <laughs> All right. Um, we, we will talk to the, the Disney marketing department and see what we can do. I had been thinking just of movie theater food, like, you know, uh, Star Wars themed chicken nuggets or something. I have chicken nuggets on my brain. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Chewbacca bites? Yeah, Chewbacca bites and what could do with the f- popcorn or something, you know? Uh, there, I'm looking online. There are Star Wars jelly bellies. There's uh-huh. a Star Wars cookies. Uh-huh. Uh, cookbook, I mean. Wookie cookies. Wookie cookies. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Wookie cookies. Wookie pies. Which clones, sounds scones. like something you get from a dispensary. And clones, other galactic... Scones. Uh, Attack of the scones. Star Wars uh, honeygrams. Yeah, the, so they're out there. There's not a real firm link to Star Wars. You don't see, uh, you know... They're not serving that blue milk John Boyega, from the New Hope. Yeah. You don't see him downing jelly bellies. Or oh. that, uh, what was that? that Another puff missed pastry that uh, Ray made at the beginning. That powdered you? puff pastry thing. Pasty. That was pretty cool. I need to see it again, but I don't want to pay full price. What if we just watched it and commented it on air? Oh, yeah, that would be great. We'll, from from the foodie perspective. No, you know. Yeah, yeah, just on the food. <laughs> that right. looks delicious. <laughs> Boy, they haven't eaten anything in a while. They must be hungry. I thought they tasted good on the outside. Um, <laughs> I hope those utility belts have room for power bars. Uh, that's all you eat. Just like those gross green power bars. I need protein. I'm well, fucking starving have a, all Have the time. a sandwich. Um, the bread. I had two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches before going to bed last night and still woke up hungry. That sounds delicious. It was. What let's, kind of jelly do you Let's go back use? there. Uh, it's just simple Trader Joe's stuff, like the co- grape? conquered grape. Oh, you like grape, grape jelly. jelly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of food, Zach in Pittsburgh wants to know what the fuck is in... Pittsburgh. Uh, what the fuck is in vegan eggnog? Mine isn't vegan. Um, you I, did coconut milk. I did coconut milk and some uh, soaked and blended cashews and oh. some almond milk and mm. some sugar and some nutmeg. Sugar. And, uh, yeah, and it really d- didn't taste like coconut or almond and, or cashew. No, it tasted it like eggnog. It, it was like Christmas. delicious. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I did and just blend the shit out of it. <clears throat> Um, so what did you, oh, very first, uh, first of all, Evan tweeted out when we started, what do you, what's your best remedy for a cold? Mine is very boring. That was also too close to the mic. Mine <laughs> is very boring. It's just rest and lots of fluids. What? That's I know. crazy. No, you have to make this uh, mustard poultice. You have to, I have a poultice of mustard and sesame and... Uh, garlic and you smooth that on your scalp put a plastic bag over your feet uh-huh. so it don't escape through the other end uh-huh. go on and then lay in bed rest lots of fluids <laughs> Bill you get sick a lot what do you I do? I get sick a lot uh, I panic I get super depressed <laughs> uh, I try to exercise my way through it and get sicker I enjoy a good Vicks Vapor Rub, mm. a rub down by Old my husband school. Tom here. I enjoy applying the Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> makes Let's do a giveaway. Both. I will often just like, feel a little warm. Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you On it. wash your hands before you go pee. Uh, <laughs> indeed. Uh, I always thought that the Zycam... Um, 
you know, speed up your cold was mm -hmm. uh, mostly bullshit. Um, although it seemed to have worked this last time, I did feel a cold coming on and like start taking them right away. These like nasty lozenges, lozenges that you have to like pull off your teeth every three minutes. Um, but uh, but it did seem to work. But I was like, what a great thing! No, no matter what you do, you're like, I had my cold for five days. Would have been eight without Psycam. Right. I was sick for three months. No Would have been a year it. without Psycam. Right. Absolutely no way to prove. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had like Tamiflu given to me once when I had the flu and they'll say, oh, it'll shave a day off of your flu. And there's no way to go back and be like, thanks, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I had a cold over the holidays and the one thing I did was just wash my hands incessantly because I was cooking a lot and I didn't want to get anybody sick. But, that's very thoughtful. But yeah. that, and then how do you moisturize to compensate? Or are your hands just really dry? Star Wars hand cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chewy's <laughs> it's made from actual Ewok fat. <laughs> uh, Tyson also tweeted in a good idea for a bathroom. Uh, use less force with a squatty potty. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, squatty potty. You guys are familiar with the squatty potty? Yes. Do you, are you intimately familiar with the squatty potty? Yes. Do you have one in your home? No, I made my own design. Why this is a thing? Just like two bricks on the side of the, <laughs> on the side of the toilet. Is, is that a thing? A squatty potty is a thing? Oh, oh yes. I don't know what it is. I urge everybody ah. to look online. Tyson, um, can you put it on the Instagram? There, there is a. Uh, I'm gonna look at a, a unicorn dispensing uh, ice cream for children in the squatty potty fashion. It's a very uh, famous viral video yeah i've only seen the unicorn at the beginning and i'm like all right i'm sick of this fucking video so i don't even know what it's for it's for the squatty potty yeah. and basically I still don't know what that is it, it allows looking, you to now. allows it changes the orientation of your torso and or your abdomen so that the poop comes out more naturally yes, i've heard that argument before because the yeah the toilet is basically a uh a, a vestige of industrial revolution when everything had to be square, boom, but it yeah. actually isn't conducive to yeah, so you the get, shape you, of our, our, our bodies. You can get either a Kylo Ren one or you can get um, one that is for uh, the the, uh, the Jedi, Jedi version. So yeah, it's so just... There's a Jedi and Sith version. It's just something okay. you put your feet on? Well, you, you stand on it. You sort of... It's a, you, yeah. Huh. For yeah. I am a brown-eyed Jedi. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> um, oh, but you know, it's like yeah. when you go camping. It's, it's like a footstand that raises you up, so then you're. Yeah, it's like when you when you camp, pooping is so much easier, like or it's, you know smoother. Um, I see. Here you go. We got all this, the images now. It, <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> you it raises up your feet so that it's like you're squatting right, on good the pod. toilet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it, see, let me see. Oh come on, it's squatty potty cast! It just, it just, it's like a footstool in front of the toilet bowl, and you stand on it. So then, Tom, your have knees you used it as well? Up and I have not. It's but you, you, you see it in the house. Uh, really I, I understand clever. its uh, application mm -hmm. certainly. Yeah. But don't get your hopes up high, uh, everyone, because it doesn't work for people who have frequent. Constipation. There, I'm just going to say the word. Well, that's why I put the, the, the bottle of psyllium in front of you. <laughs> God um, bless you. You're welcome. There actually is a bottle of psyllium husk. Yeah, I'm going to take some. How many do I take? Uh, you can take Careful. as many as you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. You take until something starts to get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll know when to stop, right? <laughs> Trust me. Um, so, 
how was so for Christmas? Giselle, Tom, and Tabitha, um, they went out to the desert. And, yeah, and so how jealous. was it? It was a, it's the high desert. It's a couple thousand, few thousand feet up in the air. We was in twenty nine palms, or Joshua Tree, or Joshua Tree. It was freezing cold, very cold, but and clear, sunny air. Yes, sunny. And windy, windy as hell, man. Oh yeah, very windy. I think forty mile per hour gusts of wind. Were you, were you guys prepared? Did you did you pack properly? The, the, we did two day hikes. For me, the first day hike I was not so prepared, so the wind was all around my head and mm. legs. The second day, I bundled up really tight, and I put on a down jacket for my body, and also another down jacket just around my head, like a big <laughs> tent. Looks like a child was sitting on her shoulders. Awesome. <laughs> but it kept you should the, just get a, a child's out. jacket and just zip it up over your head. Yeah, so yeah. You have like a little oh, that's good. body on top of your yeah, yeah. shoulders. It was really toasty. So that made me wonder, why don't they use down feathers for insulation of houses? Is it because they're flammable? It's the expense. The expense, because it really was toasty. Yeah, yeah, but... You can you can do like recycled wool and and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But I think it's very expensive. Uh, um, Jane tweeted in for a Star Wars hand cream, Leia's leather. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. A favorite. I that. support that. Um, favorite. So, Bill. Oh, so did you, did you guys stay in a hotel then? We stayed at the Harmony Motel. Okay, so you weren't staying in 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 tents. We did not camp. No. No. That would be uh, that challenging. Would, I'd be in my car the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we had a nice experience. Yeah, Harmony Motel, as they like to tell you, that is where you two stayed while they were creating the album Joshua Tree. Uh huh. Um, so there's a little shrine in the, in the little front check-in area. Um, but otherwise, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice place, and we got lucky with adjacent rooms and a kitchen, and then oh, nice. a hot tub under the full moon and the stars oh. on, on Christmas night. Well done, well um, done. In, yes, 40-degree weather. Um, so, you know, it, it, it all worked out well. I'm dying and to get out of town. I, I was told this little tidbit of information that um, a full moon on Christmas, there hasn't been one in the past 34 years, and then we had one this year, and it's not going to happen again for the next 34 years. Oh, wow. So once Didn't we have a full moon on Thanksgiving, too? Isn't that unusual? Mm. I don't know. And uh, how was Christmas oh. with your mom? Uh, it was nice. Nice and quiet. Oh, because you picked her up on Christmas Day, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. We went to Clifton's, which had a really nice... Uh, it's this legendary diner downtown that's recently been reopened as Clifton's Cabinet of Curiosities. It was it's actually a, originally a cafeteria. Yeah, it's still a cafeteria. Right. You still Where go you, around with the little trays. You slide your tray along <laughs> yep. the rail and you say you some, of this, jello. Please, some yep. of this, some of this. They still do it that way. How was the food? Uh, the food's never outstanding. It doesn't suck, but it's not, it's not outstanding. But the, it's, all, it's entirely about atmosphere and experience. And it was packed and it was uh, decorated beautifully for Christmas. Um, Do they still really have? Nice. They they had the whole place was filled with animatronic s- woodland anima- animals. Yes, like a nature scene, but the little squirrels moved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, now it's mostly uh, there's a lot of murals and a lot of dioramas and a lot of um, what's uh, what do you call you stuffed dead animals? Taxidermy. taxidermy. Uh, a lot of taxidermy, but no no animatronics. Um, but it's a beautiful. It's a. They've done a really good job in the reopening of it, and and that was a lot of fun. And for Christmas lunch. morning, was there any magic in in your Christmas? I oh, I hiked. I hiked to Griffith Park Christmas oh, morning. That's, that's it was really nice. Exciting. Beautiful. Um, was yeah. it crowded? Uh, no, it wasn't empty, but it wasn't crowded. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was nice. 
cold as fuck out here. Yeah, yeah I went for a hike the other day, and it was like 40-mile-an-hour winds, 40-mile-an-hour uh, winds. And yeah, I'm, just, I'm over it. Yeah, it was crazy. But, um, uh, well, I uh, went to a Christmas party where the biggest thing was this game called Pie in the Face. <gasps> Are you familiar with it? No. I am not. But I'm excited to play it. <laughs> Basically, apparently, it's the, it was the top seller at Target. According to someone I met who worked at Target, how and do you play? Yeah, so there's a an armature, the plastic arm, that is spring loaded, and it's got a little crank, and then uh, it's basically Russian roulette with, uh, with it's hot potato. Yeah, yeah. So you put whipped cream in the on the <laughs> arm on the hand part, and I like you it. put your face in this thing, and the spinner tells you how many times you you're supposed to turn it, and like there's this arbitrary scoring thing, but really it's just to see. Like we'll get the pie oh, it's not it. like a timer with questions, and you have to answer. No, like if you answer three questions it is, before the time, you don't get pie. It is completely moronic. It's just totally random. Yet, like all the people at this party were crowded around with their cameras, and the kids were just going crazy over it. And it, I mean, it's it's entertaining to see. Did you get pie in the face? I didn't do it. Wait, last week... I just ate the whipped cream out of the can. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have that artisanal you homemade whipped cream. You went straight to putting the pie in your face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, last week we was here, we did not mention the big stack of Christmas gifts you had in your living room ready to give out to all your friends and family. You had a mountain of belongings and objects here. Yeah, I, I have a, a very consumerist-driven family. What kinds of things did you get them, and did they like it? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, like it's stuff that nobody needs, and you know they're they're very grateful. So, or did they enjoy? It? Did it make yeah. them happy, or yeah. you're just sort of going through the ritual? No, you know what it is. It's the kids really like it. Ah. You know? so that's what's fun to do. What was your favorite thing that you gave away? <clears throat> well, I gave my girlfriend uh, a. A cherry <laughs> that had no stem stone. I there's a, a a sort of a baby carriage for dogs Aww. that she kept saying that she wanted, and then when she opened it, she was like, "I was just kidding." <gasps> oh, yeah. But then we here's put what it you do: you get a ring, you propose to her, she says yes. You go, "I was just kidding." Oh, I like go. that. that, that oh, you're a you sneaky, yeah. sneaky man. Uh, but it's all about no. winning. So we put it together. In your face, my girlfriend. And she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Where am I supposed to go with she this? She got combative? No, no. She, I mean, she was just like disbelieving, you know. Like, like Maybe that she I just couldn't have that mean, mean face you're making right now. Yeah. No, no, she didn't. <laughs> Some people she just can't handle it when their dreams come true. The she wanted When to they're faced with the... No, but yeah, here, the reason why it was the best gift is because when we put it together, her dog... Ernie? Ernie just refused to get out of it. Aww, awesome. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Ernie know how to appreciate it. He, was he just dying of shame? That's why he couldn't get out? He has like, no, no life shame. Over. No. Yeah. So she, um, she took him to CVS yesterday. This goes back to the idea of like, would you rather be driven around than not? <laughs> now, Ernie obviously made his choice. <laughs> if someone would just push me around all day, oh, that I'd sign up for. That's right. what I say. I'm sorry that wheelchairs have sort of a sickly association with them because right. I think it's such a good idea. But yeah. in a, push but, me, James. Yeah, this is a covered sort of, you uh, know, canopy better. Thing, you know. That, and that fit in with the service economy. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a job for lots of no, those. St- uh, strollers were such a good thing. They're, they're wasted on the we could all end up being uh, Huck a, from 
driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. I read a thing on the internet. Somebody was saying he could not get a ticket to see the Star Wars. They was all sold out, but they still had tickets for the handicap seating. So he rented a wheelchair <laughs> and got himself a ticket for the handicap seating to go see Star Wait. Wars. This is someone you know? No, I read it on the internet. Oh, do you think it's true? Yeah, I think it's true. The People are a desperate. Desperate they assholes. wanted to see it. That is really funny. <laughs> uh, when presents are opened, uh, family or otherwise, do you go with the, like, everyone opens at the same time, or is one person kind of like in the gift chair, like, let's focus on you? Gift chair. You no, it's just random distribution. So right. it's just like... But one at a time? No, it's yeah. just like... Oh. One at a like, time, we do. Here, open this. Why didn't you open this? Open this. Oh, and so, like, I got, like, shoes I didn't need or want. And what size are they? Maybe I need and want them. No, my sister's returning them. Oh, okay. But, the, yeah, I just, uh, just everyone opening at the same time. I understand it can take a long time, particularly if there's, you know, extended family involved. But I hate, they like, I have no idea how whoever got my present reacted to my present right. as I'm opening something that I'm not quite sure who this is from. And, uh, uh, it's so. a little chaotic. Uh, you I, like it I'm a focused. big insister on again when we you know we had a smaller family so it was easier but again there's the gift chair you go you sit mm. you get the bag for the wrapping paper right next to it and everything works okay great you're done out next person we in. don't do it that literally we we would go around well it was just my mom and I this time but uh, everyone would get like someone would sort of play Santa for a yes. round give give everyone a gift for them to open and then you'd just sort of one at a time, open them so right. everyone else could see what was going on. But everyone would have a gift that they were like in their lap that they were about to open, you know, and you'd go around and open them. Because, yes, the like half open, see what it is, and just toss it on the pile and start opening the next one drives me crazy. Oh, wow. That, there's no fun in that at all. Oh, yeah. Get all the paper off of it. Right. Notice something specific right. on the packaging. Comment about it. Then place it down. Not like, uh -huh. We don't, we don't right, give right, each right. other enough gifts to, uh, to burn through them like that. That'd be a 30-second Christmas. Uh, but yes, I'm clearly condemning uh, nieces and nephews at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Ungrateful little earth. Yes. Get over here. You sit there and you look at that book. Uh, so, uh, what, at least fake appreciation, yes. you little snot. What was your favorite gift that you received this holidays? A check from my parents. <laughs> how, how much was it for? I don't need to say. I that. know you don't, but it's the next natural question, and I could not stop it from coming. dollars. <laughs> that is a lovely gift. Yeah, I, know. I was that like, would what? Be so helpful Half to of you. last year's. That would change my life. <laughs> what would you do with $50,000 right now? Uh, I would get out of debt and sign up for uh, a gym membership. No, don't I do that it. I have. That I have, and I love it. The athletic oh, club downtown. Oh. oh. I'm swimming every day. That's great. Um, I, there are a couple classes. There are a couple things I need to know how to do that I don't know how to do, and I would sign up for a couple classes. Yes, like uh, needle felting, um, PowerPoint presentations. Excellent. And don't what know else? how to do them. Okay, what else? There's no reason for you to need to do that. There is actually because I'm shifting into a new phase of my career, and it is something I do need to know how to do. <gasps> oh, how to turn thirty thousand dollars into ten million dollars? Uh, how to pitch uh, your vision for a commercial as a director? Yes. That's a great. And I've got a bunch of samples from a friend of mine who works up north uh, in in the advertising industry, and they're very gorgeous, very well pre presented. Um, yeah. Powerpoints. But you just hire someone to do that. No, you could not when you're fucking broke. 
<laughs> you Listen, haven't worked I'll, all I fucking think you're, year. No, you're smart to learn it yourself. You and have I'd, more I would control. enjoy it. It's you, something I would actually enjoy pulling those visuals and, yeah. and the placement of, of the quotes. The learning the, annex. You know the yeah. learning annex what have adult. adult education? It's called the learning annex. Sounds like annex. it's for losers and poor people. Well, if you want to That's get... That's what in, we are. <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking about like pre-visualization stuff, you should learn After Effects. Uh, it's, no, they're, they're, they're PowerPoints. Anyway, you could probably learn a. T- t- I think if you. I mean, there'd be value in at, learning both. You know, I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. I'm going to Google I mean, wh- PowerPoint I, classes. You know, when I d- do Angeles, these writing things. I better things. find one that start today. <laughs> that I I'm often given. You're ten minutes late. Uh, <laughs> given uh, previous previous things that were done in After Effects. Ah. So the it, it lo- the documents that I that I was forwarded uh, for me to start doing my research to see what what this career might be. Uh, I, I I was under the impression they were PowerPoints. Mm. Uh, no. there were occasionally there were links to to videos right right but it but it was mainly it was mainly images that that reference images for the director from from the director like casting these types of people shooting in this kind of light uh creating this kind of mood and then his his sort of state creative statements along there and then every once in a while just like a random quote right that so gave you a sense of like oh he, this is where he's coming from so those creative statements that's what i write ah yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so PowerPoint classes, Los Angeles, hundreds and hundreds of uh, results. They've got training here, easily accessible from major freeways, and a free retake policy if you have to retake um, the class. This episode brought to you by <laughs> the New School Business uh, Computer Skills. Marty, let's circle back to. Uh, okay. You have choices. You go, you risk, you get your girlfriend this present, uh, you think you've you hit, and she opens up and she's like. <laughs> I was only kidding. Um, what is your emotional space at that time? I'm very How vulnerable. How was I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know you were joking? You kept bringing it up. And, you, and her response was, oh, I'm so glad you listened. Huh. And did she pat you on your head like you were Woodstock? Yes. <laughs> and is there any vindication now knowing that Ernie loves it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is there any vindication knowing that it's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Internet? Radio Network. Uh, do you do any kind of smug I tell you so poses by the uh, Oh, well, I just got the, the dog. I got the photos of, of the dog in CVS yesterday, so uh, the poses are... Hashtag, I was go. only kidding, question mark. Right. Bitch. Whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about the dog, actually. Yeah, the dog <laughs> is a boy. That's what I mean. Oh, well, my mistake. Yeah. Because, uh, yes, I, I, I admit, I... I one of my least favorite things is to give someone a present and have them go, oh, I already have this. Yeah. Like, I, I fold like a, yeah. like a down tent. But if I, if I already <laughs> have it, then I will say, I won't say it. I'll just say it. Now I have two. No, I won't say that out loud, but in, internally I'll be, you know, if I have it, it's Thanks for the like. backup. And then I'll re-gift it. Um, so yes, just the, for the, all the listeners thinking about getting So yes, or, or with that, so yes, just give me a half hour. Just open it. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like <laughs> offline be like, um, thank you so much. It's perfect. Actually, I have that book, you know, like right. kind of tell, but don't open it and be like, I have this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> um, I'm very that fragile. Pretty rude. As you can hear my wife laughing. She knows she has to like, so really it's not about like, oh, what I got for you. It's like what you do in response to what I got for you. Did you guys exchange presents? A couple different times. Yes. And what was the best present that you gave and received from each other to each other? The trip itself. 
Yeah, yeah, the trip. That's what I've been working on for all during the fall and thinking about it on the summer. So going to the desert was my gift, the best gift. That is fantastic. Ever. (laughs) Unless someone gives me a horse. Chalmers. You'll get a Joe Redford painting when you go back. Sweet. All right. What would you name your horse if, if it didn't already have a name? Finny. Finny. Or Finnegan or... Yeah. Whatever. Why? And we're back to Star Wars. <laughs> right. Oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> there's this beautiful brown Hanoverian jumper, and his name was Finney, and I just fell in love with him. And since I can't have my own horse, when I do, I'm going to name him Finney. Mm-hmm. Oh, Finney. Won't he forever live in the shadow of the great jumper? Yes. <laughs> Aren't you undermining his confidence right out of the gate? Yes. That's what she does. <laughs> so you got to break him. <laughs> Um, does anyone have a hundred words? No, I did not bring one in right now. I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Wow, we're slowing down. We but I just feel so comfortable and We content. didn't get the pre-show memo. We also haven't been giving calls to action, have we? No, that's right. I did not give one. Or what are the seeds of inspiration or whatever it is. What did you say the other day? Oh, one word... What was those one-word things? That was good. One ring to bind them all, something like that? Uh, no, I think you misunderstood the uh, description. But yes, like one word. Thank you notes, one word suicide note. Yeah, that, that's clever. You oh, just do a one-word well, suicide I know what my one-word okay, suicide note What would your one-word note, one thank you note be that wouldn't be thanks? Uh, Sweet. <laughs> that would be mine. Appreciate. Duplicate. <laughs> 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 Receipt. <laughs> what would your one-word suicide be? Done. Oh, nice. Done. Did you say yours would be bang? <laughs> That's what Tom said, bang. Yeah? That's what I said. I don't know that I'll go down as that. That's my only one. <laughs> Mine would be oops. <laughs> Mine would be... Uh, Next. <laughs> afterlife question mark. Yeah, afterlife. <laughs> oh, I well, keep talking. I'm need to think about mine. And how about <laughs> keep uh, talking's two words. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was mine. <laughs> Later. <laughs> That's a good game, though. One word. Yeah. Uh, what would be your? I mean, it's no pie in the face. What would be your one-word love letter? Thanks. <laughs> Pasties. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> so <good>. Nuggets. <laughs> I love all of those. Mine was just not as good. Mine was just tonight. <laughs> uh, gravy? Gravy. <laughs> uh, Okay, so do you want to have a call to action for, for people to write 100-word things? Lurking. <laughs> there you go. Okay, there, that, that's your call to action, everybody. Lurking. Purdy. <laughs> Just what? Oh, what? that's your call to action? Lurking. Yeah, that's a good one. It's okay. a good one. It's very I don't know if that's what you had intended, but that, that was my one-word love letter. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but it, it can also serve as our that you just uh, find taped prompt. inside your closet door. <laughs> Here. <laughs> With an ellipse. 
Uh, so for those wanting to do a hundred words for next week, the prompt will be lurking. Lurking. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. All right. Now we're back. Yes, and thanks b- uh, thanks to the people who emailed in when I was like... <laughs> yeah, I was surprised we got the uh, mail sack theme song. I thought we had an empty sack. We well, have the best listeners in all well, of podcastdom. We do. Because um, they're nice and they tweet to us and talk to us. Uh, we The first one, actually, we did have one before. I was... Me, me, me. This is from Devin Mogul. Devin Mogul. Who... I'm not familiar the, with the, the title. Name is uh oh, and I think it's the first time emailing. Uh, and he, the email says, Cumberbund Thundersnatch. <laughs> uh, I know exactly who he's talking about. But is he, what was that in reference? Was that in reference to something that we said? I think we were talking about, uh, we were mentioning somebody said online that no matter how you say or pronounce his name, it's so uncomfortable. Common that people know who you was talking about anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. So he can say Kambaban bingy match, yeah, yeah. and you know, Smingerbum, Skinnerbum, Bligerbatch, Tugabatch. Yeah. Oh, I'm very looking very f- looking forward very much to seeing Zoolander two. Z- Me too. Z- <laughs> Doctor Strange. No. Um, <laughs> Zoolander two. No, no, no. I am Sherlock. Oh, I'm going to see it in the theaters on, on on next Tuesday. You want to see Zoolander? No, I've never saw the first Zoolander. I didn't either. Oh, we could have a viewing party and catch up on all seven. The Zoolander Awakens and <laughs> Zoolander Returns. I, they did such a good job on the Lego Zoolander. Really? Oh, I love Zoolander. And the Zoolander, Zoolander video game was it's really goofy. good. It's really goofy and funny, but it made me laugh and laugh. I just, I'm not a huge Ben Stiller fan, I have to say. I, oh, I don't I enjoy him. him at all. I don't oh, enjoy him at all. Did you see, uh, what was the one, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Did not see. Oh, I loved it. People really have nice. recommended that, yeah. surprisingly. I, I've enjoyed it very much. And also, all three nights from the museums, I like those too. Didn't see him. Yeah. No, you'd have to be a fan of his to seek those out because it's not like, oh, it's a great movie, don't miss it. But I just like, like him. Walter Mitty that just seems so... Or was it just called Mitty? The Secret, the Secret Life, Life of Walter, Walter Mitty. Mitty. No, but the movie wasn't called that. I think it, I oh, it, was, I it was. I thought it was too. Oh, Maybe well. some of the postering, they just went with Mitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... Made it too, not so secret anymore. <laughs> it just looks so earnest, and it didn't look funny. Yeah, that's. I would say that's accurate. Oh, it was a little bit funny, but mostly pretty earnest. There were more kind of action sequences than I imagined. Yeah. No, you guys are right. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. But um, I liked it a lot. And but the, and the poster did was like, the Secret Life of Mitty Mitty. <laughs> uh, getting Mitty with it. <laughs> That was the music video tie-in where it's just Ben Stiller, like yeah, right behind. Get um, me there with it. Ben Stiller, there's so much effort in his being funny that it exhausts me to have to watch it. Mm -hmm. And he was. He's not a relaxed guy. No, no. I don't think in real life either. I think he's. Pretty focused, pretty hyped up, pretty tense, man. Yeah, the Ben Stiller show was funny though. 
Like I've heard that. I haven't seen it, but I yeah. have heard that. I, and I know he's he he's got great collaborators. He's always had really good collaborators. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's just something about his on screen, and that that's all it boils down to. Like what happens when the camera points at you, and when the camera points at him, and I'm watching it, I, I don't enjoy it. Yeah, Marty, because really, some people are their greatness is really defined by who they have those around. Hmm. I must be really great. I must be <laughs> fucking awesome. You are. Yay, I love that that was so unsolicited. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ash Williams here. Hello, Ash. Bill mentioned that the Muppets are trying to be adult-oriented, but the Muppets started on SNL, and Sesame Street's Mana Mana song is uh, originally from a Swedish softcore porn, and he provides the YouTube link. Wow. I am aware of that, but the Muppets tanked on SNL because they weren't super interesting or funny or engaging. And when we talk about the Muppets, what I when I talk about the Muppets and when I'm thrilled about the Muppets and excited about them, it's the original Muppet show which drew from British vaudeville. Well, I suppose not just British, but they did a lot of old British folk songs. But um, drew from the vaudeville tradition. Yeah. And they had uh, they had jokes that were winks to the adults that adults would appreciate, but did not leave the kids behind. Whereas yeah. now their jokes are about the kids dread, drugs and sex. Oh. And it's just not not as it's not interesting. Uh, and then Ash goes on to say, Cassandra's uh, troll rant should have been followed with next on NPR drunk angry crafts fair because of someone's mention of metal documentary. I recommend I want to recommend global metal. Okay. There we go. All right. Thank you for that. And then hashtag, of course, Cougars Balls. Is it a heavy metal documentary or an uh, actual precious metal documentary? I think it's a heavy metal documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm heavy metal parking lot. Anybody? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so fucking good. Or the kind of Western Civilization too. So fucking that's good. That's much oh, better than the God, first that's one. Good. Yeah. Uh, we were recently at a heavy metal show. Which one? Ooh. Corrosion of Conformity. Huh? COC. Ooh. I love COC. They're from North Carolina. So she's good friends with them, and they came through town, and we got to hang out. Thirty with the years band. with the drummer. Nice. Really. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love their, and they are back in their kind of full formation. Oh, cool. And they've been touring internationally for the last I don't know how many months, and now they're taking a break, and then I think they're going back out. Um. Yeah. They, they, there's one album that. I forget what what it's called, but I listened to it the shit out of it. Blind um, could be blind. You know the one with uh, "Help me, Jesus, help me heal my wounds." Mm-hmm. He said, "I cannot heal dip, dip, the guy." Yeah. Oh, they're great. <laughs> so yeah, we had a good time. Then yeah, they they uh, they put on a pretty great show. Nice. Um, and when was that? December eighth. Eighth. Can I see the ticket stubs, please? Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me open up my chest. Your <laughs> your, your memory chest. Sing. In a scratchy voice way. No. You know, like, they sing very full volume. But not like... <laughs> not like that. Okay, Just, low yeah. down like that. Yes. No. yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's more guitars that kind of make like them interesting. Scott, than Scott Step. Albatross. Little bit like Creed. Ugh, no, I hope not. No. I like them. Ugh. What? Yeah, I know. Jeez. Everybody's... You're just lucky crazy. they're not here. Can you take me higher to a place where blind men see? 
the dogs are doing anything they can to get out right now. Oh my God, you're <laughs> killing them. Marty's, Why are you killing them? Someone that you don't know, a friend of mine posted on Facebook, <laughs> I'll always remember Lemmy, the last time I saw him in the flesh, playing video poker at Jumbo's Clown Room. Seriously? Oh my God. <laughs> this is a sound engineer friend of mine. That is so funny. <laughs> this is what they sound like. The guitars are good. That's good. Yeah. And then, just to get different... Oh, that's I like great! It. I like it. Yeah, it's really they're really good. Um, it, that does sound great. Yeah, he have a nice voice. So you knew him when he was just a kid. Yeah, he had um, red hair, mohawk, and wore giant glasses. Wasn't the most. Um, he, he wasn't candy to the eye at that point <laughs> until he grew his hair out really long and then beefed up and that's when meddled out. Meddled yeah. out. Yeah. But no, yeah, Reed Mullen is his name. And yeah, he is just one of the, the best drummers I've ever seen. And I, I tend to focus on the drummer because yeah. I don't have that talent at all. Uh-huh. So I'm like, how do they do that? And uh, yes, he has a, a reckless abandon that I had never got to see Zeppelin with, with John Bonham, but yeah. it reminds me of that, just like the way he attacks mm. the drums. Yeah. Um, it's very satisfying. I, I really like that. Uh, Not Sure writes in, a question that hangs heavily on my mind lately. Is it better to be notorious or famous? Hmm. Uh, See you next Tuesday. <laughs> there is little distinction these days. Yeah, yeah. I think That's there's a little distinction. What, what in your mind, uh, in, in your thinking, is the distinction? Well, I think uh, notorious has a negative connotation to it. I don't think so. No. No. I no. think Notorious. nowadays people just like to have fame to bump their numbers up and it don't matter how you do it if you do it from a negative thing. or well, It uh, seems like the you theory. would have to do something proactively to be notorious where it seems like you could people are famous for nothing, for who their parents are or, yeah, for, or for their yeah. butt or something yeah. that has nothing to do with any sort of proactive, deliberate choice Notorious does seem to involve some sort of shame or scandal, I would think. Like the two people you mentioned in Celebration that they finally got theirs. Right. Um, they are notorious more than famous. Could you be notoriously good in bed? Yes. Well then, I'll take notorious. <laughs> <laughs> Could you be famous for not being good in bed? Oh. No. <laughs> yes. Well, like, it is a fine line. I mean, I, I think that Given today's, like, the way that people have found to make money, um, like the Kardashians, like, you know, you make money showing up yeah. at a party. Sadly, my first thought was, which one of those could I monetize? <laughs> which one of... Notori- notoriety or... Oh, oh, right. And they, they have done that, and it's because we as a people seek them out. You know, we we get our people magazine and we you know we were interested in what they're doing and so you know we're, we're culpable in this oh yeah um yeah I, uh, I don't feel like the kardashians are necessarily uh, notorious they're just famous right whereas i feel like amy schumer is both notorious and famous right now there you go oh there yeah. you go i well think done. um my, um i think i like the plan of do the work that you love to be doing and if fame <laughs> but that wasn't the choice i know but that's what i'm i'm saying if the fame stop or stop repurposing the mail sack for your hippie <laughs> and what hippie if is what someone likes features. to do is to uh, drunk drive and kill people uh 
that's I can't really address that example. I'm not talking about crazy one-off things like I love to get drunk and kill people. But I'm saying if you like to, I know Tabitha like to work with horses. You like to do improv and teach improv and with horses. With horses. <laughs> You like to do acting and make creativity. I like to tell stories. Marty like to tell stories. Mm, with horses. With, I like to tell horse, horses to stories. Podcast. You like to podcast. I like to tell horses stories, stories. Yeah. So about improv. I keep doing, just focus on do what you like to do in whatever mm, uh, opportunities you have to do it, be they big or small. And if fame or notoriety come, okay. If they don't come, okay. Because then don't matter because you're still doing what you love to do. I'd like to be notoriously easy to work with. I want That's to be, a good I goal. want to be famously I like notorious. That. I want to be famously <laughs> difficult to work with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I could be notorious, I would like to be notorious for making people feel better about whatever they're upset about. Whether they want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> you will have this foot massage. <laughs> you will feel better. Uh, Evan Cardi, I hope you're feeling better. He says, Marty activated this emergency sack email by uttering the secret phrase. <laughs> the secret phrase being, the sack is empty, me, 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 me. <laughs> A few weeks ago, I read about this absurdly expensive shower that recovers used water, filters it, and sanitizes it, and finally reheats it, all to be reused during that same shower session. It supposedly cuts uh, water usage by 90%. Sounds pretty space age, No. Uh, let's assume it's scientifically proven that reused water is cleaner than the original water from the tap. Would you be weirded out by it? What if there was a system that cleansed, uh, cleaned used wa shower water on site for drinking? Uh, what if there was an in-home system that cleaned toilet wastewater into drinking water? Happy New Year's, oh, Evan. Well, love that. There are degrees to that. Re recycled shower water, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. The, the, a few I'm not sure why ago. I would be uncomfortable that the recycled water was cleaner than the original tap water. I'm not sure that would be like, freak me out. Right, right. Well, I think there's the, the just the association of that. That was washing my bunghole, and now I'm drinking it, you know. Uh, so again, then I'm sorry, repurposing it into drinking water. That's another thing. Uh, right. So that, that recycled shower thing. Shower that, water I could I don't, probably do, uh, but, again, depending on what you use. So... Um, at the yurt where Giselle uh, stays, they uh, <laughs> repurpose their water a lot, so you have to use specific uh, well, they just leave buckets and things the... that don't uh, affect, you know, have a har harsh remainder. Hey, get this. So there was a guy helping out on the property um, the other day, and he was from Mexico, and uh, we were saying, oh, yeah, sometimes we put our shower water to use in the toilet, or sometimes we put our shower water uh, or extra water outside for the plants, you know, this and that, the, just the bushes or something. And he said, yeah, you know, my mother have in Mexico uh, well water, and water is very precious, so we use all of our washing water out into the yard. And I say, oh, do you use a special detergent that is good for biodegradable for the yard. He said, no, we just use regular it, and it don't seem to matter. So he's just putting little bits of soap that he used out in the yard regularly, but he said he don't have a problem with it. That was the go. first time I heard of that. Well, there are all sorts of different things that people are doing to recycle water. There are, there are sinks that um, in bathrooms that... Fill that up the toilet fill tank. Fill up the toilet tank. That's clever. Um, I don't even know why we have toilets that 
use so much that use water. I mean, we're that's our drinking water that we're using to to flush. Yeah, I mean, we should just have recycled or whatever you know yeah, bio- to finish got, yeah oh. the shelves uh, yeah the repurposed uh, yes biological wastewater uh, into drinking water uh, sure maybe but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to see the, the, the blueprints for that right right <laughs> uh, yeah people are very squeamish about this sort of stuff uh, in Singapore they uh, you know it's a it's they don't have any natural resources so they have a big pipeline that of two pipelines of water that come from Malaysia. So it's very expensive for them to get water. So they actually have a water recycling program that recycles wastewater and puts it right back in. Mm-hmm. And they have, they put, had this big, big um, PR campaign uh, to make it so that people wouldn't freak out about it. Because if you ask people about that here, they'd be like, not in my backyard. Yeah. Mm. Give it time. Yeah. And it will be in your backyard. Yeah. My sister did a documentary on water. It's called uh, Last Stop at the Oasis, I think, or Last Call at the Oasis. I think it's on Netflix. And she tackles that problem. And it ends with her giving people filtered wastewater and, and seeing if people will drink it. And it's very funny. It's very interesting. I thought the most chilling part of the big short was the very the very end when they uh, yeah. said that the, uh, the Christian Bale character who was the first to recognize that the market was going to collapse and, the, and he basically invented right. um, shorting, bad, profiting off, off, off and had offered to loans. tell the government many times how yeah. he noticed it before anyone else did yeah and, uh, and, and no one no one just everyone, no one wanted to know and he's well his next his next investment his next investment is basically shorting water uh, yeah yeah, that's a, it's well, a. He was right about that. Probably right about this too. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a um, water rights in California are huge, and we've really fucked it up as a as a government how to allocate that stuff. Um, but excellent question. Would you guys have any problems drinking if if it were considered to be clean? Would you have any squeamishness about drinking filtered water? No, I'd, be f- I'd be happy to do it. I make a big milkshake for it. I mean, you could argue that all the all water is recycled because we're yeah. a closed yeah. system. That's true. Fish poo in water. Yeah. Yep. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do the recycled waste into drinking water in my. Yeah. I. Yeah. Um, that would be hard to convince me to do that. Yeah. It doesn't sound like fun. Uh, at the bearded baka tweeted in. I was really happy to hear a mention of COC. And then Giselle mentioned Creed. Time to find a new podcast. <laughs> I know. I just tweeted back. I say, that's the reason why I tried to keep my Creed love secret. <laughs> but I, it slipped out. <laughs> I like them. By silent to Creed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Raul. I know. Can we, we can still be friends. We just will have to agree to agree. What? To be friends. Oh, but he doesn't agree with your your assessment of Yeah, that's okay, but we can still agree to agree to be friends. Oh, okay. But or you could just agree to never mention them again. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's happened with Scott Step because he was having a mental problem or something. You just wake up one day and realize how much he fucking sucked. As maybe or that people think he do and he felt bad and he ran out of his money. I don't know. Yeah, he had a a a big uh, breakdown at a motel where yeah, he, he was claiming that um, well apparently he's uh, he's uh, 
prepping for his proof of life tour, where he's uh, ready to go and make some money. Money. What, um, uh, what was the breakdown? He was in a motel claiming what? Oh, claiming that he there was conspiracies against him and like he was. His Sounds like he was on the synthetic. Oh, <laughs> synth. Um, wait, like synthetic marijuana or synthetic? Yes. Did you not hear that story of the uh, college football player? No. Um, so maybe the number five ranked prospect basically uh, crawled out a window and fell uh, one story like into the courtyard. Um, and then also his brother was found like in a bush. And the, yeah, the rumor was that uh, they had smoked some of the synthetic, which has a high, can have a high uh, paranoia factor. So he literally like risked his NFL career because he got so freaked out that he climbed out a window and fell into the shaft just trying to get away from whatever was threatening him in the room. Like, why would you take synthetic marijuana when marijuana is so readily available? Because it doesn't show up in uh, tests. Oh, drug tests, yeah. That, that seems smart. But, um, um, yeah, because they basically kind of like change one kind of right, right. atom. But of it being stupid of enough to jump out of a window does show up in a test. Right. Uh, so what happened to him? Was he suspended? Uh, so he's fine. And then, yeah, I mean, there was lots of stories. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think they're going to let him play in the bowl game. That was all that. Oh, this made. just happened? Yes. Ooh. Um, uh, and uh, so he's probably not going to play. But, uh, again, it's one of those things of like, uh, well, when you're good enough, people overlook such indiscretions. Um, right. If he were a third-round player, it would probably hover over him more. But instead, he'll be picked seventh instead of fifth and only make ten and a half million dollars to start <laughs> instead of twelve million. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, Scott Stapp. I'm really, really interested in Scott Stapp. He uh, toured uh, South Africa in uh, in des- December. So he's he's killing it. He's he's killing. See, he's making it happen. You know. Uh, so Raul said he that my Scott Step impression is uncanny. Thank you, Raul. <laughs> I don't know if he meant that. That's a I don't think he knows what uncanny means. <laughs> I, I think that's one. But let me ask you this: uh, Who's the other one that I like? Uh, who was in that band? Um, uh, Dave? No, not Dave Grohl. Don't one. say Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. No, not Jesus. Dave Matthews. The one who was in the band, not Nirvana. Pearl Nir- Jam. Yeah, Pearl Jam. Eddie Vedder. Mm. I like Eddie I Vedder. I think that guy's going places. Really, he's good. He's voice. he's been places. I hate that. I hate those, <laughs> that is exactly the kind of rock and roll singing voice that I cannot stand. See, to me, Scott Stepp and Eddie Vedder sound a little bit similar. Right. I and hate so, them both. Okay, I get that. But um, <laughs> let me let me ask you this. Established. <laughs> <laughs> um, why so a lot of people like Eddie Vedder, but then they don't like Scott Stepp? Why is that? Because they sound similar and they have similar style. Because Scott Stepp is like very, he comes off as being very narcissistic. He takes on like all these sort of Christ-like poses. Oh, with his arms out yeah, and his ar- long hair blowing. Yeah, and he's yes. he's like vaguely, or I think he's he's overtly Christian, right? And, oh, I mean, uh, yeah. and Eddie Can Vedder. Can I take you higher? Is a Christian anthem. And Eddie Vedder I is. Always just think of it as his singing. You know, like they do on South Park. They say if when they just change the baby to to, to God or vice versa mm-hmm. or something. But Eddie Vedder is more a- anarchic and and uh, his his polit- he's good liberal politics and so you know. Okay, ah, that makes sense to me. Why people say okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, hmm. I hate them both. If I if I meet Scott Stepp, I will have a nice chat with him, and I'll say, "Listen, keep your arms down." 
Fewer fans. Turn off that fan. Turn off the fan. Don't blow your hair around. Maybe put in a man bun or something. God, don't do that. You know, we was talking, Tom and Tabitha, we was talking about... Bunheads. Men buns. And apparently they're grown in North Carolina and shipped... We farm them out to the rest of the the country, yes. (laughs) It's men bun central over there. uh, Dan Etheridge, he he posted on Facebook his fledgling man bun. It's pretty epic. And I, I really wanted to... My first instinct was to grab scissors. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to just pin his fucking head down. How, so how there. high up on his head? Do we have it right on the crown? Or is it low back, I, mid he was, back? He was doing it for fun. But, <laughs> yeah. If I could do a man bun, I would. But first I would have we, to be a man. I call them nugget heads. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes. or, or, Should, or marijuana nuggets. Yes. Oh, that's nice. And have you also... Along with the man buns, there's also the big ass beards that come along with it. And oh, Dan uh, has one of those. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're a cook or if you work in a kitchen somewhere, you have to wear a surgical mask around your beard. A beard net. Have you seen a that beard, beard, beard net? Beard cozy. Yeah, I've seen beard nets before. Oh, okay, it's new to me. Cozy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like beard cozy. But the, they're they're handcrafted. Um, with uh, organic fi- <laughs> s- spider fibers in uh, in uh, Brooklyn, in yeah, in Greenpoint, so as they should be. Yeah, I mean, why would you wear anything else? Uh, so when do you guys go back? And end of day today. Oh wow! So thank you oh, for wow. making the time for for this. Oh wait, did you guys see those hoverboards? Those <clears throat> we did actually. Uh, we drove up to visit a friend of. Uh, Ours the other day here in town, and sure enough, there's one of the kids coming down the block on a hoverboard. Apparently, that was the other big uh, Christmas gift, and so the internet was full of videos of people falling, people showing off, or photos of people's x-rays, and there was a congressman who <laughs> ended up in a cast because he used his kid's hoverboard. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so they found a way to, to make the segue even more dangerous. Well, the reason why it's more dangerous is because it relies... It, they're, they're not the same sort of gyros working inside mm-hmm. the board. It relies on human balance. So if you have bad, it's as good as your own balance Ooh. kind of thing. And so like... Uh, it's not as technically um, uh, rigorous as some... As not as intuitive. In, the right. word intuitive was used a lot when I did my Segway training. Uh, oh, you you had Segway training? I did. Why? Uh, I used a Segway in a show. Oh. Um, I just basically made an entrance on a Segway. Um, and then I also got to ride it in the holiday parade. Um, um, so I basically was... As, was as it like, fun? Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, those, those are super fun. Um, but, yes, mostly when just going straight. I did need to kind of get it from the, you know, where it kind of originates from over to the um, parade starting point, which did involve going down a few hills. All of a sudden, I'm like, I'm going about 33, and I don't know that I'm really going to be able to stop with just, like, leaning, leaning my butt back. out and yeah, leaning yeah. back when I get to the bottom of this hill. So uh, I definitely was eyeing, like, you know, the, you know, like I had, Trucks have those kind of like spill-offs where there's a bunch of yeah, sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out what was going to be that version. Yeah, which me. child is going to be exactly. your spill-off? Yeah. <laughs> that pudgy one looks, looks pretty soft. Luckily, I just was able to maintain kind of leaning forward and it <laughs> crested it had to come up a hill once they get to the bottom. So right. uh, gravity just worked. But yeah, so they're, they're a lot of fun. But again, it is mostly back and forth. Um, you know, you yeah. know, once you just figure out, like, stick your butt out, it stops, um, lean forward, it, it goes, um, and then it's this, all right. But I, yeah, I saw some guy on one, and it just looks so 
like amazing you know the the hoverboard thing just like they're all over downtown people buzzing by in the sidewalks all the time it doesn't interest me no and what about all the jobs that were eliminating people used to carry other people (laughs) i know i was a piggybacker and now i'm jobless Uh, all those rickshaw operators hey (laughs) amy schumer was a rickshaw operator in santa barbara see all comes back to amy schumer don't it though yeah she's so notorious (laughs) famous uh, yeah. I would you get one of those? Uh, interest n- you? Not necessary for my yeah basic uh, travel. Yeah. yeah, hasn't hasn't come up. Yeah, I think I'm waiting for something that will go a little faster and, and lo- go a little longer. But yes, I can see if I worked in one of those uh, kind of uh, open workspaces that were so popular in like 2004, where everything uh, just like tooling around as you're in your graphic design firm. Um, going floor to floor, like that would make sense. But uh, I like me, walking. Yes, for me, but like uh, heading down to the market, <laughs> gonna get on my hoverboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, at Google they have um, in, in New York the office building is so big. It's the old Port Authority Authority building, yes. and it's you know just long. So they have just razor scooters all around so that people oh, can get well, back and forth. That's fun. And then up north in Mountain View, they have bicycles, just like everywhere. Like, and they're all painted. There's, there are no locks or anything. So mm-hmm. you just grab, if it's out there, you just grab it and you bike where you need to go. And I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But here in LA, there's nothing. If you had a hoverboard and you have to carry those groceries home, then you just wear them on your back or carry them in your arms. You need a hover basket. You do need a hover basket. Uh, there was a <laughs> there was a picture on Reddit of a guy in line at a supermarket with a motorized uh, uh, shopping cart that they have, you know, at, you know, for your convenience sort of thing. And he was on a hoverboard, so he oh, he, he was on a hoverboard, yeah, trailing a motorized or on alongside. He was he was yeah, wow. had a motorized thing. So you're you're a little late there. Okay, sorry, Giselle. <laughs> I can't do anything. No, I'm sorry. I don't mind. Uh, well, we this is our last um, show before the New Year's. So, you guys have New Year's Eve plans and anything? No, Mm-mm. a couple house parties. I I don't enjoy New Year's at all, so I'm I'm not worried about making a thing out of it. Yeah, yeah, me, me neither. Are you guys going to do resolutions? Resolutions. We'll, we'll talk about those next nope. week. I think. You, we're not talking about it this we'll ta- week. No, we'll talk about plans? it next week. Thinking, we're mulling. Yeah. Can we at least talk about what we're mulling as potential resolutions? Mm. No? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't make Fitness, physical fitness, mental fitness. It's I just, resolve to be better every day, Giselle. It just exposes to me Year's. to disappoint others. If I share my resolution, hey, I'm going to try to do more of this. How'd that work out for you a month later? Shut up. <laughs> Why would I want to? I'm going to learn yeah, PowerPoint. Exchange. You look pretty much the same. Yeah. Resolution. It's just Maybe even I'm heavier. I'm going to do. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it was working for a while. <laughs> just wanted to do something different. Uh, all right. I think we might end up a little early this week. Can do. What's that? It's from Rick and Morty. Oh. My new favorite show. Have you seen mm. Anomalisa yet? I haven't, but I'm excited to. Uh, same same production company. Yeah, Starburns. Yeah. Um, we watched the video of um, Nick Offerman drinking. What was it? Oh, Scotch whiskey, by the fire. Yeah. Whiskey. Forty five for, minutes. Yeah, yeah. was great. We had on for for Christmas night dinner. We had on the Yule log on one iPhone. 
And we had Nick Offerman on the other iPhone. It was really cozy around On the opposite table. corners of the table as we yeah. sat around and enjoyed Tab's birthday dinner. Nice. That was beautiful. So, literally, someone would be in the middle of like a story. It's like, so anyways, I, I mean, the holidays reminds me of my mom and I really miss her. Like, oh, look, he's sipping. He's sipping. <laughs> <laughs> How full was it at the beginning? Was it a very was it like three fingers of scotch? Would you say? And did it end? It, did he finish it off? Well, um, we didn't. We we watched in the middle because that's the exciting part. His face looked really intense. He recrossed his legs at mm. one point. But he's making no effort to entertain. He's just sitting there looking sort of. I at think the that camera. is the effort. Yes, yeah. the best entertainers are effortless. It's really a genius piece of work. I hope that it become a Christmas a holiday tradition like the Yule Log. He's such a cool guy. He is. He's yeah. funny. I really liked him in Fargo. Oh, he's so good in Fargo. Yeah, oh it was fun. Uh, and we did want to folk, thank the folks at KCAL 9 for providing a Yule Log Christmas morning. Thank you, yeah, KCAL 9. That's that really, really um, great. Because, again, we had it on our little uh, phones, and it, uh, it was nice. Down the end of the bed, little... <laughs> But uh, I was like, wait, I wonder if this can be found on the... T- it can be. Um, <laughs> and uh, I also enjoyed at one point enough them. They kind of switched to one that, again, going back to lurking, um, wasn't really kind of like a tight shot on a fireplace, but more kind of like mid-room angle from the den. If there's like a brick wall and kind of a fireplace, just a little off. And you're just like, I don't, I don't think this is how this works. And I just feel like it's, like it's like the Yule Den, not the Yule Log. I was like, I'm in someone's living room now, and now I feel weird. I just want to be lost in the fireplace. Um, that's uh, that sounds good. I mm. uh, what is? Did you guys finish uh, Fargo season two? I haven't seen the last episode. You have no interest. Uh, I don't have access to it currently without doing something illegal that I don't like to do. Oh, that would be wrong. It'd be terrible. Nobody should do that. That's your bread and butter, right? There. I watch it with a friend who does pay for access to such things who is out of town so when she gets back we will finish but wait Fargo was on FX is that right I think so yeah mm-hmm. they don't have it online that's weird well um, we've watched the whole season one and season two together I wasn't going to watch the last episode of season two without her oh well it's, it's very fr- good it's called friendships Marty it's called loyalties yeah, that, respect committing to a promise yeah, just does, you know that doesn't interest me that's just <laughs> not my thing that's not what I want to be famous for <laughs> Uh, okay, well, um, so Tom, you have a radio show. Is it on the internet as well? It is on the internet as well. And what is it called? <laughs> well, the show is called Steve Sacks Syndrome. And uh, the baseball player, Steve Sacks? It is. And it is a weekly discussion of the world of sports and its entertainment value and things like that. Uh, so it's available through uh, Asheville Abbott. AshevilleFM.org. Okay. And uh, you can stream it live uh, Wednesdays. Four to five uh, West Coast time, or it's uh, we have a show page that always has our archive shows on it, which can be found again at AshevilleFM.org, and just go to shows and Steve Sack Syndrome, and there we are. And do you have any opinions about that coin flip? Mm. Uh, that seems silly. That's the kind yeah. of classic. Uh, you can't really question Bill Belichick, but it seems like. <laughs> Trying a little too hard. Yeah, yeah. If you have Tom Brady, just get the ball. And, and score a touchdown. Just get the ball. Yeah. yeah. Put it in his hand, score a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to go home. But uh, I'm sure it all was for something. 
And if you're in Ash, if any listeners are ever in Asheville, North Carolina, just knock on their door. Yes. Uh, Tom and Tabitha would love to have you over, and they will entertain you. They will be very entertaining. Is that not correct? That is correct, and you can uh, even uh, use the squatty potty. Uh, wait, I don't know if that's your call. <laughs> <laughs> that's mine, honey. <laughs> I marked it. <laughs> don't ask. Oh, that reminds me. One of the reasons why I'm a little rushed this morning is because last night some fucking dog, not Bruno this time, was barking outside at two in the, two in the morning, Ooh. just nonstop. So I go, bring her inside, lock her in my bedroom. She won't stop, like... Then, like, five minutes, she's quiet. And then she starts barking and pacing and barking and pacing. I'm like, oh. Mm. So I go outside. Ghost? I go outside. No ghost. No yeah. ghost. Nothing. Nothing. So then I come back, and, like, she's just, like, completely anxious. And then I hear why she's so anxious, because she takes a big fucking dump of diarrhea right in the middle of my bedroom. Oh, no. Got it. Oh. So that really put a damper on... Well, that was a great way to... to happy 2016, video. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Happy 2016. <laughs> it can only... Get better. Well, and you have those extra absorbent hardwood floors, right? Well, yeah, I did my best. Brings me back to my original question that inspired the uh, if you could not drive or be driven kind of thing, uh, would you still choose to drive? That comes from an original question is that if you didn't need to uh, evacuate your bowels and kidneys, if that was just like a, 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 an option, um, would you choose to eliminate that or you continue to do so? Because I really need it when I first get up in the morning to kind of just understand being part of a day. Um, I don't know that I would give it up. I think I would give it up because of how many times it's made a situation unpleasant or uncomfortable. <laughs> just ask Hillary Clinton, am I right, people? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a thing at the dinner table when you was out at the no, fence? just things like I'm at a movie and I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to miss the movie, so now I have a fucking stomachache. Oh, yeah. I would never have to deal with that again. Yeah. Or... I'm driving and I'm not. I don't want to pull over. Right. I'm in the. I'm on a long road trip and it feels good. I'm in a groove, but I have to pee and now I have to look right. for. Maybe if you were around well. snow more and really enjoyed writing your name, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hard to give up. I'm gonna get him some adult diapers. Yeah, if your uh, name was Aloysius, then you would problem. really, right. really love pee- peeing, Marty. If you never had to again. Um, you would just press a button and like that is just done. My my body just absorbs everything and sweats it out or whatever. Or no, I, I like a good uh, yeah. sit on my throne from time to time. I mean, I do, but I think that I would just find something else, you know. But more meditation time, more meditation time. Boy, I'm gonna. What about all the jobs? Yeah. What about all the the plumbers out there who are gonna be out of work because you chose to you took the blue pill, all the, the water we save. I don't know. Yeah, I'm in. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for for coming to the show, and I want to thank all the listeners for participating. Um, you guys are why uh, the show is so much fun, and you're tweeting in, you're tweeting in, and uh, and your your emails uh, are so important to us. And just that you listen at all is great. So um, please, please uh, consider doing the same. In 2016, and continue. If you haven't emailed, then you absolutely should. Uh, that's at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And you can always tweet at Nooner Dan Marty. And thank you to Tyson and uh, uh, Darren for maintaining the Tumblr page. Thank you to Will Wilkins for putting us on. Thank you to Kevin for uh, not knowing that we exist. The Kevins. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because if he did, he'd be like, what am I spending my money on? Oh, uh, uh, pull the plug on them. 
So I, I appreciate it. I um, feel the same way. Yeah. Anything else? Well, I just wanted to say this Saturday, uh, the January 2nd, we're going to have the Giselle Show podcast, Meet Friends. And that's going to be at um, 4 p.m. Pacific time. 420! Woo! 4.20 will be included in that time. It will be at 4 p.m. this Saturday, streaming live. And then also we put it up onto the internet. And you can find that at the website podcast.dagiselleshow.com. That's T H E G I S E L E. The Giselle Show. All right. Dot com. Okay, everybody. Uh, have a safe New Year's Eve, and we and will. And s- also, you're all very beautiful. Yeah, Why did rather. you interrupt me for that? Ugh. Because I want people to live with that thought. Like, um, what about I'm, the ugly ones? They're beautiful. We're All right, we will totally see you next <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> see you in six months. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.